Welcome to Podcasting for Coaches. I'm Brittany Felix, and I'm a podcast launch consultant who specializes in helping coaches and consultants utilize the power of podcasting as a way to build brand awareness and generate new leads for their business. I realize not every new coach or consultant can afford to hire someone to help launch their show. So I created this podcast as a way to guide you through the process of launching and utilizing your very own podcast to help you grow your business and reach a new audience of adoring followers and potential clients. If you're ready to get your voice and podcast out into the world, head over to podcastingforcoaches.com to learn more. Welcome to episode seven of Podcasting for Coaches. This is going to be a pretty quick episode today, and we're going to be talking about determining the topic of your podcast. So when I say the topic, this is what you're going to talk about in every episode. It's going to be the overall theme for your show. And the reason it's going to be a relatively quick episode today is because your topic has already been determined for you based on what you do with your business. You're already a coach or a consultant or you're wanting to become one. And I would hope to goodness that by now you know what you want to help people with. So whatever it is that you coach or consult people on or about, that's what you're going to talk about in your show. So now obviously we don't want you to provide, you know, all of your full paid content. We want you to give away enough that listeners are getting value out of it. They're forming that relationship with you, that bond. They see you as the expert. They begin to trust you. There are some things they can implement that start to work for them or that make them feel better or more confident or, you know, whatever the result is that you want them to get after working with you. They can get a taste of that and then it makes them want to work with you more. So in your actual episodes, you want to provide content that is hopefully what you're already sharing with people anyways. You know, if you're posting things on social media or if you have a blog, it's the same type of content that you're sharing on all those platforms already. It's just now you're getting to talk about it and they get to listen to you. If you already do Facebook Lives or things like that, this is exactly the same thing. And you can actually take that same content and repurpose it elsewhere. So what you could do is you could actually do a Facebook Live to an exclusive community, a Facebook group, however you have it set up so that these people are connecting with you further. You do a live video for them. They get the exclusive first look at the content. And then you strip the audio out of that live video and turn it into a podcast episode. And then you, of course, write show notes, which then puts it on your website and you can send that out in a newsletter. So you can repurpose all of the same content so that you're not having to just constantly come up with, you know, free information to share. You pick one subject for that particular week, talk about it on Facebook, on YouTube, in your newsletter, on your website, on your podcast, wherever it is, so that people who are in love with various platforms can consume that information on the platform of their choice. So another thing that you can also do with your podcast episodes when you talk about a particular topic, I have a client who actually, I love the way that she does this. She releases a podcast episode on Monday about a particular topic. She's a business coach. And then in her Facebook community, she does a live like Q&A session on Thursday of that week. So that encourages the listeners to make sure that they're listening to the episode, you know, pretty much as soon as it comes out, they're not putting off listening to your content. And then if they have any follow-up questions, they can connect with her in the group via the live Q&A that she does. So they're getting so much amazing content out of her. It's helping build that bond. She's becoming known as the expert. So when it's time for them to really kick things up a notch and you know actually hire a business coach, it's a no-brainer for them. They know immediately they're going to hire her because she's the one who's basically been coaching them anyways, just on a very smaller scale. 
So I want you to start thinking about different things that you can talk about in your show. Whatever it is that you are helping people with. If you're a life coach, talk about different life hacks. If you're a business coach, of course, provide some kind of low-level business strategies. Nothing that, of course, is going to make them you know, feel like they don't need to pay you because they're getting all the information for free, but enough that they start building that trust in you. If you're a health coach, you know, talk about your you know, favorite exercises or whatever your meal prep is for that week. I mean, whatever it is that you normally talk to your clients about on your different platforms, that's what you're going to talk about in your show. Another thing that you can also do, of course, is bring on guests who can talk about other topics that are related to your niche, but that you're not necessarily the expert in. So say you're a fitness coach who really helps people more with the, you know, the workouts and the exercise, and you have a good understanding of nutrition, but maybe you don't know specifically about, you know, nutrition habits for vegans. So then you can bring on an expert who can talk about that topic in depth. And the great thing about doing that is even though the expert is the one who's giving all the information, you are still seen as basically an expert by proxy. They still see you as the authority because you are able to give them access to these other people. So even doing interviews does not really negate your standing as an expert or an authority. It actually helps that. And I do want to mention that if you are going to do interviews, please still do solo episodes. I'm going to talk about this more in depth, but I want you to still plan on having at least solo content at the end of the episodes or, you know, release an extra bonus solo episode a week or rotate between episodes where you do one solo, then one interview, because then that still helps build that bond between you and the audience. And so you're going to need to come up with topics for those solo segments or those solo episodes, even if you're doing interviews. Another thing that's going to help you determine your topics and help you plan all of this out is to come up with a content schedule. I right now use a program called Airtable. It's basically an online spreadsheet platform that I absolutely love. I mentioned it in last week's episode where I talked about, you know, the different types of tools and systems and equipment and things that you need for a podcast. But I love Airtable because it's A, super easy, B, can be shared with several people. So if you have a VA that works with you or you're outsourcing the editing work to an editor, everyone can have access to this and know exactly what's happening with each episode. You can record all of the data, plan it out. I have the content for this podcast planned out until like September right now. I have, you know, the titles of the topics and some notes on what I'm going to talk about. And then I also, of course, can check mark whether certain different parts of the episode have been taken care of. So whether I've recorded it or send it to my editor, whether the show notes have been written, it just helps you keep everything really organized. So that way, you know, one week you're not talking about one topic and then the next week you're talking about something completely different. But then the following, you go back to what you were talking about two weeks prior. It just helps keep everything so organized and efficient and really lets you plan your content ahead of time so that you can time it with different product launches or appearances on other podcasts or virtual summits, whatever it is that you have going on in your business, you can plan your content around those events. So that's pretty much going to wrap it up for this episode. Again, talk about what you already talk about with your current clients and your potential clients, and then use something like Airtable to help you plan that content out ahead of time so that it can align with product launches, online courses, different things that you're going to be doing throughout the year. I will have a link, of course, to Airtable in the show notes on my website if you want to check that out. It is an affiliate link. I do want to state that right out in the open right now. I absolutely do not promote anything that I don't personally use or 100% believe in, so you don't have to worry about that. 
but you can access those show notes by going to podcastingforcoaches.com and then clicking on the little podcast tab in the menu. Thank you so much for joining me this week, and I will see you back here next week where I am going to dive specifically more into the difference between solo episodes and interviews and how you should really handle that. Have a fantastic week. And that wraps up another episode of Podcasting for Coaches. If you're wondering if now is the right time to start a podcast for your coaching or consulting business, head on over to podcastingforcoaches.com where you can either take a free quiz or schedule a one-on-one consultation with yours truly. Thank you so much for joining me today and I will see you back here for the next episode.